Welcome to the Mercy Community Group Leader Podcast. Mercy Community Groups exist to become more like Jesus together through regular gathering, shared devotion, and sacrificial love. My name is Joey Schwartz, and I'm your group's pastor. The goal for this podcast is to share stories of God's work among our community groups to keep you informed about church news and events, and especially to equip you to lead your groups toward a deeper knowledge of Christ. We are doing this podcast to help you lead out this upcoming week for your prayer and vision night. It's a week where leading up into the fall season, you're going to be diving deep into what God's call is on your group and then spending significant time in prayer together. So I'm going to give you a really short uh, episode, just kind of giving you some extra supplemental guidance on how to go about leading your group in this time of vision and prayer. But before we do that, I want to give you uh, some key events coming up in our church so that you're in the loop. First, on September 17th, we've said it again and again, but the Group Leader Collective, it's going to be an amazing night of finally getting everyone together. Um, it'll be September 17th at 6.30. If you need childcare, remember to uh, set someone up to do some babysitting, and then we'll reimburse up to $35. Another thing, this Sunday, as always, we're doing a uh, an outdoor gathering, an outdoor service at 10 a.m., if you're coming out to that, we hope you are, RSVP at mercycharlotte.com slash news. A couple of other things coming up in the month of September. September 20th, we have a membership class and starting point. And then September 27th, especially important for you group leaders, you group leaders who have open groups will be participating in group link. And you'll be getting information about that shortly. If you're one of those groups, who have some open space in your group to welcome in some people around Charlotte who are desperate for community. That's coming up on September 27th. All right, I wanted to give you a little bit of guidance about this upcoming week's guide. It's a night of prayer and vision. You're going to be diving deep into Romans 12 because we say that community groups exist to become more like Jesus together. But what you're going to see as a group as you dive into Romans 12 is that this isn't something that Mercy Church invented as a, a cool vision or slogan for our community groups. This is why we exist as a church, and it really is why we exist as community groups, that God has charged us to be the family of God, to be the body of Christ who is building up one another. And what Romans 12 is going to show you is that in order for this vision to happen, for us to become more like Jesus together, it requires two things. And it's going to be the focus of the vision conversation as you dive deep into Romans 12. For us to become more like Jesus together, it's required that every single member is maturing in Christ. Every member is maturing in Christ. And then second, every member is ministering. Every member is maturing, they're growing in deeper knowledge of God's will and conformity to his character, but also every member is ministering. What Romans 12 is going to put before us is that every single member of the body of Christ has been given a gift to use for the building up of the body. So community group leaders, this week is a, a, a cry, a call for every single member in your community group to realize that they are not a passive consumer of your group, that they are an active participant. And for others in the group to become all that Christ wants them to be, they have to lean in with the gifts, with the love, 
with the hospitality that God's given them through Christ, they are to lean in and participate. So this is a big call for everyone to get off the sidelines and to participate in Christ's vision for his church. And what you're going to see, again, this isn't something that mercy came up with. You guys are going to go deep into Romans 12. So a big uh, point of recommendation for you as group leaders is it might be from, you know, week to week. Sometimes you might look at the guide more than others. You might look at the passage more than other weeks. And sometimes maybe you just give it a skim this week, especially, hopefully you're hearing about this on the podcast with a little bit of an advance. Dive deep into that text in advance. Dive deep into the guide. Make sure to give sufficient time to study Romans 12 on your own and to look over the guide because as a leader, you want to come into that group with some deep conviction over where the Lord is leading your group. That's one of the biggest uh, uh, roles of a community group leader is to lead the charge and vision, to, to follow God's call on your group. So a few things I want to, uh, I guess, recommend as you're going through the guide, and, and this is a little bit of above and beyond guidance, again, from what you're going to find emailed on that document. But a few things is make sure in the discussion of the vision of your group, especially, make sure to get collective buy-in from your group members. Be sure to get collective buy-in from your group members. And the way you do this is to ask them what they sense God is calling them to do or what they sense God is calling your group to be in the upcoming season. Those who are participating in this conversation about vision are going to have a deeper sense that the group is not something that they attend, but it's the group is something that they're a part of. If they're giving feedback, they're going to feel a sense of ownership in the direction of your group. So be sure that in this conversation around vision, it's not dominated by, you know, a few extroverts in your group. Even call people by name and ask people who maybe might sit more toward the outskirts of conversation and not lean in, ask them where they sense God is leading them. So get collective buy-in from your group members. What do they want to see God do? And when they're a part of forming the vision, they're going to have a deeper buy-in and participation. Again, that's what this, this vision and prayer time is all about. It's about giving a call for every member to realize they have to be growing in Christ and they have to be giving themselves so that others can grow in Christ. So that's the first thing, get collective buy-in from your group members. Another thing, this is kind of a I guess a fun recommendation or a little bit of a creative recommendation, write down the big dreams that the Lord gives you during this time of vision. Um, it's easy to kind of have a conversation about this and then two months later, it's totally forgotten. So make this a moment, whether it's poster board or sticky notes or writing it in a notebook, or if you have someone who's really creative and an artist, they could probably put it together on like a vision board in a really cool way, but you're going to see on the guide that you're going to have the opportunity to think together for as a group about the, the dreams and the big visions that the Lord is giving you for the upcoming season around the topics of maturing together and ministering to one another. So whatever that is, whether it's sticky notes, poster board, a vision board, get creative. If you're not creative, I know I'm not artistic in that sense. Just find the most artistic person in your group and get their thoughts about how can we form this together and maybe we bring it every time to our community group as a reminder of where the Lord is leading it. So make this a moment for your group to set the vision for the upcoming season and write it down. Write it down some way, somehow. That's the second recommendation. The third uh, uh, recommendation for you as you're leading this is to create real space for prayer. You guys know whenever you're leading a group, it's really tempting 
to treat prayer as if it's just transitional. Okay, I want to open our time of group. Okay, I want to close our time in group. We have just a few more minutes. All right, so Bobby, can you just wrap things up and pray for everyone? All right, you know, we don't have too much time, so let me just open us in prayer really quick. That's transitional prayer. And if we only have transitional prayer, transitional prayer isn't bad. We should be praying throughout every transition of the day. But when we just lead our groups in transitional prayer, it teaches them that prayer is merely transitional, that you only pray when you start and end things or when right when you wake up and right when you go to bed. Instead, prayer shouldn't just be transitional. It should be transformational. We should believe that as we approach the living God, Being in his presence, being before his throne is the greatest possible place we could be. If we want to see our people grow up into Christ's likeness to become more like Jesus, there's nothing better than we could be doing than being on our knees before the throne of God with our Bibles open, praying God's word back to him. So create real space for prayer. My challenge to you for this week, I threw on there maybe eight to 10 prayer prompts. I might be exaggerating that. Maybe it's like seven or eight, but The point is I gave you enough so that you can fill out that prayer time. And the hope is that you would even go beyond those prayer prompts, that you would have enough set time in prayer. All right, we're going to pray for 30 whole minutes and we're not going anywhere. We're not going to just get through our prompts and be done. We're going to pray for the next 30 minutes and spend that whole time in prayer. And when you're done with the prompts, then you get to the place of listening to the Holy Spirit. What does God want to pray? How is the Spirit interceding in you to pray? So, Group leaders, lean into this week. It's a big week for your group to think about the vision that God's given you and to lead your people, um, not from your own initiative or your own visions or your own dreams, just look at Romans 12. And as, as a sheep among other sheep, just follow the shepherd Christ and his glorious vision for the church. What you're gonna see in Romans 12 is it really is glorious. We have great hope in Christ for what he can do in our groups. And we can have great expectation and faith that he is going to do it. This is a promise. If we'll lean in, he is going to grow us up into the fullness of Christ. I'm so thankful that you are leading your community group, that God has appointed you to do this. And not because you're strong, not because you're gifted, but because he is gracious, because his grace is sufficient for you. I'm confident that he's going to lead you uh, to lead your group with strong vision this week. Thank you, community group leaders, for all you're doing. In the meantime, no, you can always reach out, joey at mercycharlotte.com. We're here for you to help and equip you to lead your groups. Thank you, community group leaders. You are sent.